You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Welcome to episode 27 of Heart and Soul Podcast. That's Catherine. I'm Catherine. (laughs) We're so bad. You're supposed to say that's Chelsea. Oh, and that's Chelsea. That's fine. This is Catherine and that's Chelsea. And over there, that's Zell. <laughs> Zell is with us for our You can't our see intro. where I'm pointing, but she's over there. Hey, y'all. Um, meet Zell Wiggins. We'll, we'll, we'll do a little intro for her um, later on once we talk about the important things like The Bachelorette. Um, but she's our guest today, and she's just joining us for the whole shebang. Yeah. So thanks for Excited being here. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We get to see how it all works, including how we make abrupt decisions <laughs> right before we start recording so. yeah like before this we're like should we release this like tomorrow or next week <laughs> just deciding right now super planned out it's done though we're on track we're mm-hmm. back at it so how's everybody doing great i'm a little stressed today but do we'll you talk about that do you want to start with your happies and crappies right now so you can talk about it now sure okay that sounds good <laughs> um I'll, I'll start with my crappy, I guess. Um, I feel like I talk about this at least once every few months where I have those anxiety-ridden nights where I'm just, like, up and can't sleep. And that was me last night because I was like, holy crap. I think it was the holiday week that just there you are. put me so behind because our friends came Wednesday night and stayed till Sunday, which was so fun, part of my happy. But I just was completely thrown off and, like, was trying to answer emails here and there, but like, it's hard to just like take days off when you own a business, which I'm sure you know. We'll talk about that. Um, and so no our, days off. Yeah, our workshop is this week. <laughs> I like I tried on my dress yesterday because I did my hair trial, and I just felt like, oh my god, like I'm not ready. Like I just felt like it was tight and just mm. wasn't feeling great about it. And I was like, when am I gonna fit in my workouts this week? When am I going to get all this stuff done? I have all this editing to do. I have consults. I have, it's just like one of those weeks where I can't catch a break and I'm literally scheduling workouts into my calendar and like when I can go grocery shopping and that's what I have crazy to do. things my, like that. My whiteboard back there with yeah. my schedule on it has my workouts on it yeah. because when you're training all these other people, you mm-hmm. forget to train yourself and then you're yeah. like, oh, great. Shoot. I know. Yeah. That's been me lately and I just... I like can me. feel it. Like, I know I've gained a little bit of weight, and it's not like I'm super self-conscious about it. It's just not how I'm used to feeling because I haven't been consistent. Like, it, if I had been consistent, I would have felt so much better about it. Yeah, I get that feeling. So, um, But I also, you sent me the picture of you with your hair and your wedding dress yesterday, and you yes. look like a freaking mermaid. Thank you. Princess. Thank you. You look at Ariel. Ariel. <laughs> Ariel? Thank you. Well, yeah, it's just been, you know, Google Calendar is my lifesaver this week because, holy crap, I'm just trying to make it all happen. Um, So, yeah, I was just feeling a little, like, antsy about that today, and I had to start my day really early, and then a couple, like, unforeseen things show up, and, yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, pinball pinball machine in your schedule. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your schedule. Um, but then on the good side of things, part of the reason I'm stressed out is because we had a few new registrations come in for our workshop this weekend, which is awesome. But now I'm like, okay, I have to do all this stuff and get it prepared, get food and all the supplies for the day. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. That's a happy, 
Do you need um, any help with that? Like uh, the food stuff? I I might. Okay. We'll talk after this because I got to figure out the dinner situation. I think lunch is good. Okay. But dinner might be like, how do I get it there? You know? Yeah, yeah. I can I can help with that. We'll we'll chat. <laughs> um, but anyway, so last week our friends came, which was so fun. We just had I like legit just let everything else go, which was needed, but stressed me on the yeah. time. Um, and we just had a really fun 4th of July. And then yesterday I spent the whole day down at Missio and mm-hmm. with Lauren and Kyle and other Lauren who have both been on the podcast and Mary. Um, and we did a extensive like three hour shoot for them, mm-hmm. which was like so much fun just capturing like personalities and what they do there at the warehouse. Um, and it's just so like such a cute vibe down there. We went to get, um, tacos last night with mm-hmm. the ladies from yeah. church and she was saying it was awesome Good. but she was also saying that like I guess someone that was supposed to model hair like couldn't show up so yeah. she was like doing her own hair she was <laughs> she was yeah Lauren was having to like film tutorials of her doing her own hair and then I would go like shoot the the thumbnail and then go back and, and then forth. go back and forth yeah it worked out it was fine but it was really just a fun day um and then the second half of the day I stayed and Lauren did my bridal hair trial which you know like you have this vision in your head of something that you want and like you show them the Pinterest picture and you never quite know what it's gonna look like on you because you're completely different and your hair is different and your face is different and so showed her the picture gave her my extensions and she nailed it like she's unbelievable I she and she was freaking out during it too because she was having so much fun with it but she like turned me around and took some pictures for me and I looked at them and I was like oh my gosh like it is better than I could have ever imagined and it just got me wait can you show Zelda a picture yeah (laughs) you want to hear her reaction (laughs) I know I know it's like it's like it's a lot it's straight up Pinterest love it she just completely oh my gosh crushed it I just want that much hair I have a lot of hair um, so the extensions really were for mostly length and then yeah. like a little bit of volume at the top. That's but, gorgeous. I um, love all the braids. Thank you. I had extensions for my wedding too, but they, they weren't quite that long. I had well, extensions cut, for I'm mine too. I'm cut them yeah. a little bit because they're like a little bit much. I like them though. I like them really long. Mm-hmm. I just need them like maybe a, a, an a inch or two off the bottom. My so. mom up until like an hour before she Lauren told me put she was these. trying to get you to yeah she was like change your mind don't do the extensions it's not oh. your real hair it's not gonna look like you and I was like I'm doing the extensions it looks so yeah I was like I don't care if it doesn't look like me I'm a bride today I know I'm supposed, supposed to, to look like me like that's how I felt with my wedding is my hair was very I mean I wore it down but it had a lot of volume yes. but in my pictures I loved it it's right like, it's not what I'm gonna wear to work yeah right. like I'm never gonna look like right. this again no. it's not like I wear a wedding dress to work yeah. I mean everything here today is different exactly and it should be. exactly but I still feel like it goes with like your vibe the vibe of my vibe and my dress and all that stuff and then I had to like leave with it and I was like shoot how the heck am I gonna <laughs> I felt weird like driving home with I know. hair like that and then I was like I feel like a warrior princess and you then, do look like Xenon Zen- no that's Xenon girl of the 21st century yeah. <laughs> That's, that's yeah. another great Disney movie. <laughs> that's um, a really good movie. But yeah, it took me like forever to get it out. I was like, wait, where is this? Where is this? I would have never taken it out. I had to teach yeah. yoga last night, so I was not about to go to the hot room with my mm-hmm. hair looking like that. Yeah, that would have been extra hot. Anyway, that would be my happy and my crappies. <laughs> anyway, it's happies and crappies. <laughs> 20 minutes in. <laughs> I'm done. Next? Okay. Yeah, um, okay. 
I'll go. Um, my happy was my friend Veronica was in town this weekend from Thursday or Wednesday to Saturday, and it was great. She stayed with us, and she she was just here like a like a month or six weeks ago, but she didn't stay with us, so we didn't get any like QT quality time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun. We just like. Honestly, when she left, Michael and I were like, oh, she could actually just, like, live with us. It would be so easy. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just, like, such an easy guest. And um, my other happy was was watching the entire season three of Stranger Things. <laughs> nice. We started it. We're on season we're Do on you watch Stranger two. Things? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. See, y'all, we love Stranger Things. And it the they release a whole season at once. So they released it on the 4th of July. And, like, 4th of July's plans just went wonky for us. So we ended up coming home that night and and getting ice cream and watching Stranger Things. And then we, like, did not stop. I mean, we, like, slept and stuff. But that's all we did all weekend is watch Stranger Things. We finished it, and it's epic. Don't um, they usually release it around Halloween? Yes. Wasn't it weird they, that it was in the summer? They You keep watching because the – season finale or the whole day is actually on the 4th of July and the season finale like wraps that up like it with like fireworks and things like that at all it's like so smart so brilliant okay (laughs) yeah we're we're only on episode like two or three I think we started it the other night yeah season three that is for those of you who don't watch Stranger Things I'm sorry for this reference but one of my best friends is pregnant and she um she has this app that tells her like the size of her baby went Mm -hmm. like right now and on the day that stranger things 3 released her baby was the size of an ego waffle and she was like destiny (laughs) (laughs) she was like it's destiny um that's great so yeah that was that was my happy um i mean i think crappy just lately been like overwhelmed and but like i can't just like feel crappy about that all the time i'm just like really busy yeah and i'm like when is that thunder? I feel like it is. I think it is. Okay, side note. This is a crappy, not for me, but for a friend of mine. His house got, sh- one of my friend's houses got struck by lightning last night oh, in oh, Wilmington. No, the, that doesn't surprise terrible. me. It was really bad like, driving home last firemen night. came. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah. Um, is everything okay? Or? Yeah. He, uh, him and his, him and his mom were there and they're okay. Um, but his dog was like older and already, like, I think already, like, about to die, mm. which is sad because I'm a dog person. But I think the smoke, like, they had to put the dog down this morning. Oh. Yeah. So that was sad. But they're okay. And the house is not okay. But they, like, insurance, like, put them up in a in a hotel. So when I say crappies like that for other people, my crappy isn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm pretty good. Just, just happy. Mm-hmm. Zell, do you have any happies and crappies? Um, well, I feel the same way. I don't crappy wise. I don't. I've kind. Of, I felt. I felt a little overwhelmed in a sense. But leading to the happy, I took four days away from the shop, which I think that's the most time, like consistently, that I've been away. Honestly, since we opened, um, wow. I just didn't go in at all, and mm-hmm. it was kind of weird, but also kind of nice. We were closed the Fourth of July, and then I took Friday and Saturday, and then we're closed on Sundays. But. Um, that I spent four days so just nice. with my family at the beach, and it was just, it was so nice. It, I just felt like I got a chance to kind of reset, and then yesterday when I got to work, it was definitely a Monday, but I felt like ready, ready to dive in. Yeah. Like I had my to-do list, and I was like excited to get back and start knocking things out, so 
That's awesome. That's kind of cool yeah. about doing something you love. I felt the same mm-hmm. way yesterday. Yeah. Like, even though I'm super stressed, I was, like, ready to get back yeah. into work yeah, and, like, get things done. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have a review of the week this week? We do. Let me pull it up. Uh, how are we doing, guys, followers? Not we're doing good. On, our, on our track to 200. Huh? We got maybe, like, two more last week. Guys. Girls. I don't know. Humans. But we really need you guys to step it up. We listen to a lot of the same podcasts. Really? Yeah, I was just looking at you scrolling through that. Nice. Well, that's not really a shocker. Um, I'll do this first one because it's cute. Um, do I, I read it, right? Yes, you read. This one is titled Just the Best by E. Carter 94. Five stars. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It says, there is literally nothing better than turning on heart and soul while I go on my morning walks with my dog. These girls are so inspiring and never fail to put me in the best mood. So relatable and so funny. If you aren't listening to heart and soul, you're missing out. Thanks, E. Carter. So I have a feeling I know who that is because I know an E. Carter. So thank you if it's you. (laughs) Maybe you do. Yeah, I feel like some of our friends that have left reviews try to be sneaky. Yeah, I know. And like put some like you know, random gibberish name, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder who that is. Yeah. Regardless, thank you. Whether you know us in real life or not, um, it's very much appreciated, and it only takes It's like, Mom, stop leaving reviews under different aliases. (laughs) (laughs) Both our moms did leave reviews. Yeah, I know. My mom probably has, like, a million typos. Sorry, Mom, but you're not great at typing. My mom's um, iTunes handle is Spicy Nona. Spicy no. Nona? <laughs> Cause oh, because the spice, spice shop. shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my nephews call her Nona. Okay, that's precious. Cute. I was like, oh, that's cute. Okay, that's nice and all, but like the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so last night was hometown dates. And you just said that so funny. Hometown dates. Hometown. And I have things to say. One, Peter's rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a pilot. He's so. a pilot. His car is... Nice. Okay, first turn, you know how I feel about Peter, but first turn off, he referred to his car as his baby. Oh, did he? I missed the first five minutes. Oh, he did say that. Bomb. I hate that mm. reference. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Um, and then she found um, a little surprise in his yeah. in his car, oh, yeah. which was, I thought she handled that great when she was like, what do you think's going to happen on this date? Yeah. She killed it. His family is the most, like, emotionally happy and almost, like, too intense family I've ever... His dad was, like, sobbing, and I was like, well, I see where Peter gets his, like, softness from. (laughs) Yeah. Because... And his mom was like, you're going to be my daughter. I just need a daughter. Yeah. And then when Peter was, like, flying over the house, and she was like, that's my boy! (laughs) That was so funny. I was like, wow, she's really excited to see him. Look, it's cool that he's a pilot. That's really all I have to say about Peter. I think... I think he's I still, so I sweet. Like I love Peter. I like him. They haven't given him, like, any... They haven't shown any of his personality. Like, I loved at the end of this episode when they did the bloopers and they were, like, walking around the mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. plane and she was, like... Talk, but she had way more jokes than he did. But it seemed like they bantered well. Yes. Like, yeah. you never see them bantering, yeah. really. It's well, just, like... Yeah. Here, here's the thing with him. I like him. I think he's really sweet, and I hope he finds, like, a little, like, angel baby girl, like, that, like, fits his persona I better. can see I him with, like, an Hannah. Amanda Stanton or, like, a, a Hannah G from last season. Like, a little baby 
mouse looking. I don't know about <laughs> Hannah G, but tiny girl. Yeah, like a just he's like so obsessed with her. Like I was telling you guys before we started recording, I feel like he would be like that with any girl that like gave him that attention. I don't know. He just like he has to constantly have his arm around her and is like can't stop kissing her and is just like so enthralled and it's almost too much. Where but he is very affectionate. He is very like he's just constantly like this, yeah. just arm around her mm. constantly. I'm like, I feel it's so cute good right now. Just a love. I'm cute. It's cute if it's like most of the time, but if it's like every second, it's almost like very possessive. Yeah. I thought she was for sure gonna send him home I after did too. watching all the hometown dates. I was Me like, too. he's probably gonna go home. In comparison to all the other dates yeah. that yeah. happened, um, moving on to Tyler, he's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he hasn't just won and like everyone else is just. He's Gone. so he's been the, he's been my favorite from the beginning. I love I think. him. Yeah. How, how can you not? But they, I don't see them together. To be honest, I see him being. I can see Tyler being a really good bachelor. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah. he has like such. Um, I keep touching your phone because the case is so you like soft. It? Yeah. <laughs> he has such good. Um, what's it called? Charisma. Yeah, like I feel like he could flirt well with like a bunch of women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And would be a really good bachelor. Yeah. I don't think he'll win. I think he could get top two, though, because, well, I don't know. We'll continue talking about this. I was cracking up at Rose Pricks today. So Rose Pricks, you probably heard us reference this podcast before, but we listened to it the day after every episode of Bachelor or the Bachelorette because they release it the night of, or, or they record it, like, the night of. They record after it the right after the show. And they, like, recap the whole thing and just make fun of everybody, and it's so funny. And one of the things that Ronnie said, he was like, no, Stephanie was like, oh, he does kind of have, like, weird teeth. He's got, like, a couple really skinny teeth. And Ronnie was like, yeah, well, there has to be, like, something wrong with yeah. a man like that. Because, like, she's, he was like, if I was Hannah, I wouldn't let him get his teeth fixed. Because then he's <laughs> definitely cheating on her. Yeah. <laughs> that would be perfect. They are so funny. I was like, that is true. That I was listening true. to another podcast about The Bachelor. Wow, I feel like this is all I do. Um, this morning, and it was with Becca from Ari season, mm-hmm. the short-haired girl and she was saying she said something about like because you know how he mentioned in the beginning of the of the season that he like his family went through some recession and they lost their home yeah and then she was like talking about when they walked up to his house now she was like some recession there they live <laughs> in like know. a mansion just not all well, the water obviously back on their feet yeah that's what she said like yeah. they're obviously doing just fine now. yeah this is true but no like I think I liked that whole vibe, too, because it reminded me of Wilmington. I did, too. I liked water, water towns. Yeah. Like, with the palm trees and the little beach bars. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I can get down with that lifestyle. So, we love Tyler. Loved his his dad. was, like, super sweet. Yeah. And his little throat cancer. I know. They had such a precious relationship, too, when he... I know. Except when he walked into the house to, like, say, like for the first time, and the dad just kept saying, hey, buddy, hey, man, hey, buddy, hey, man, yeah. buddy, man, hey, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I was like... It was a little How awkward. many buddies can he say in a row? That was really rude, because I was just making fun of his voice. But... You, I know it, what you mean. For a dramatic like, effect, okay, I had to. All right, I get it. His mom didn't seem completely sold, but she's... She was cool enough. Um, I, every time it's hometown date season, I, I, I think about my stuff. family. I'm like, how would they react? Yeah. My like, how would, would your parents way, be cool with you being no. The Bachelor? Mm-mm. Well, I mean, if, if I guess if I really wanted to be on it, they wouldn't be, like, 
right not supportive but every time i turn it on they're like are you watching this again yeah. oh yeah yeah the scripted drama yeah and like they... every time they go to hometown day it's the same situation right yeah. the dad pulls aside the man yep the mom pulls aside the girl then they flip-flop and the mom cries and they ask for the hand in marriage and then i think my dad would definitely be more like um Cassie's dad, where he's like, sorry, there's yeah. no way you guys are in love after one date. Like, yeah. Sorry about right. it. Yeah. 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 But I understand. I was, I was with him on that whole thing. And, yeah. I, and I get it. Like, the parents that are super protective, I'm like, yeah, I probably would be hella worried about my kid if they came home and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm in love. I'm going to propose. I'd be like, uh, are you sure about that? I would be like, whispering in my mom's ear, like, just trying to get the Instagram followers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just go with it. Yeah. Um, just trying to be the bachelorette. <laughs> um, but then we go to Luke's hometown of Gainesville, Georgia, which was very Southern Baptist. Very ridiculous. La- lack of diversity. Um, yeah. Just another another moment for ABC to give Christians a bad name, you know? Yeah. yeah. But... It was it was an, it was obnoxious. It really was. It, was. it, it was. really was. Like it, the whole time me and Michael were watching it, we were like, Ugh, yeah, cringy. And like he stood up and shared his testimony for like the 18th time this season. Like I was like, well, dude, we know we know your story. She heard it last episode. I know. Like say something else up there. Well, he doesn't have anything else no. because that's all he has to go by, and he thinks he's like a saint. What so. I what I took away most from his hometown was how drop dead gorgeous his mom is oh yes Yes. stunning i thought the same thing i was like wow his mom is beautiful yeah yes like a gray-haired beauty queen yeah i was just so confused like i'm so confused as how they love him so i mean they're his parents but the whole town adores him and then he acts like he does on the show yeah it's wild i feel like well, your family's going to love you no matter what. Yes. And, like, some of those people probably were like, we want to be nice people on, on TV. television. Like, I don't think they would put him on blast. Yeah. Or they were hired to be nice And, to like, the people. group of people was, like, very age-wise yeah. random. Yes. It was, like, a 14-year-old boy. Well, it was all, like, the church people. Which yeah. Which, of course, they're going to be, like, you know, forgiving and, and love him. Of course they're going to act like Jesus. Well, like, yeah. be gracious. I mean, on TV, yeah. At least. <laughs> and then we get to Jed. And his mom was... Well, first of all, he had to do a recording studio song. That was, I was like painful. Could, could you blast that you're a musician anymore on this season? Well, Hannah's not a singer. Yeah. No. And I, if someone took me on that date, I would be pissed. I'd be like, okay, I don't sing. Like, I don't want to write a song. I don't want to do this. I'd be like, this is not fun for me. It was so boring. The song was actually... Jed always is. Yep. Just a square. Big old square. Um, But his parents, I think, know that he has a girlfriend and were, like, Mm -hmm. thrown off by the whole situation of, like, her being there. His mom was harsh, but she was right. She was also, like... the toast was very interesting in the beginning. Yes. like, is is she alluding to the fact that he has a secret girlfriend? Because she was like, just trust your intuition. Yeah. Trust your gut. And it's almost like she was looking at Hannah and being like... If you have any reservations, you're right. <laughs> you yeah. know? It was crazy. Yeah. Well, then when she had, like, the one-on-one with her, she was like, well, I mean, Judd's just another guy. And she's like, well, he's not just another guy. She's like, well, you're at the Bachelorette. 
<laughs> yeah. I was like... She was like, are you just saying that to everyone? Because she said, I'm falling in love yeah. with your son. She's like, are you just saying that to everyone, though? And she's like, actually, I haven't. Yeah. It was really weird. It was super awkward. It was, but I was also like, well, it's fair. I she mean, is the bachelorette. Fair, Did yeah. You, you were dating 30 dudes. Yeah. yeah. Did y'all so. see his post last night? Yes. About, like, people sending people stuff sending... to his family? I still don't understand that, though. It's like, regardless of what you think about him, as a, like, yeah. why do people care that much that they're so rude? Wait, to his family? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. A little much. Why would you take the time to, like... No. His sister was terrifying. Yeah. I, th- I was like, she probably watched The Bachelor and was like, this chick ain't marrying my brother. Yeah, because guaranteed, yeah. She was like, just completely. She was stone cold. Cold, yeah. She had great hair, though. Oh. She did. Yeah. She did. Really great hair. Um, <laughs> so then so, she goes to the rose ceremony. I can't. I'm like, how is this allowed? She just keeps them all? She keeps all of them. The, in I'm Rose Perks, like, it's I funny. I want to get rid of my foreman. <laughs> In Rosebergs, uh, you haven't gotten it. to this point yet, but Ronnie says, "Well, of course she wants to take all four to the fantasy suite." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "Everybody else wants to take four people to the fantasy suite, and they only get three. <laughs> that, that is kind of shocking. I'm just ready to see what happens next week. I am too. Wait, so next week is fantasy suites, and then the week after that is the finale, or is next week the finale? Typically, then the after hometowns, it's fantasy suite. Then they do women or men tell all. Oh, then and the then finale. finale. Gosh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I get out so much. Yeah, well, I mean, that whole episode where they did a recap. Oh that. yeah, because that was necessary. That was. Here's mm. what happened two minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anyway, well, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm ready for the. Well, we we know what happens. Yes. <laughs> Which is like. Wait, what? Well, they show her oh. look out for yeah. being an a hole. And I bet you he comes back and, he proposes. Comes back and proposes. And mm-hmm. either he, she says yes. Oh, please, together. Lord. No. Or I think. She gets with Jed. I think Tyler. You think that they're together? I think. I would love that. I think she picks Tyler. I feel like Zell's already read reality I just seat. can't decide. Well, it's because I've seen all this stuff about how. Jed's girlfriend. Yes. And so now, and then they've been posting equally weird stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm like, did they get together? I think they and got then, together and broke up. I, it kind of seems that way. I do too. It really does. I hate Jed. I know. I really yeah. hope that doesn't He's happen. such a square. All right. Well, we're over them. We need to talk about the most important thing about this episode, which is Zell Wiggins. Um, which, by the way, Zell is such a, like, movie star name. It is. Thank you. Yeah. We'll get into that later. Um, but I'm just going to intro you real quick, and then sure. we're going to just hear your your story and all about all the amazing things you're doing. Um, so Zell owns a boutique shop here in Wilmington called Zia Boutique, and it's women's fashion. Um, it's, I mean, it, what would you say your demographic is, like ages 18 to 35, 40? Probably so. We have a lot of, like, young professionals like us. Yeah. Um, we have some teenagers in the shop, and then we have some 16, 70-year-olds that come in. Okay. So I feel like we've, if you look hard enough, we've got a little something yeah. for everybody. Yeah. It's like adorable clothing, like just like stunning. Um, like I would describe it, I'm sure you would describe it as something else, as like classy boho, kind yeah. of. like. I kind of, when my vision when I opened was that I wanted like classic pieces that could kind of transcend your wardrobe. So you could wear it to work, but wear it to dinner with your girlfriends and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, totally. It definitely has that vibe. Um, she's also Insta-famous, and that's how I found her. <laughs> so she has like a bajillion followers on Instagram, which anytime I see those people, I'm like, are they actually real? Because yeah. there's no way that... 
this is possible. I've been trying to grow my Instagram following for like, I don't know, since 2011 and it ain't Before budging. Instagram was a thing. Yeah. Um, so Zell was always this like super famous Wilmington um, influencer to me that I never like thought I would have the opportunity to actually meet in real life. Um, and we've been... Because Wilmington is so huge. You know, right? so massive. <laughs> but um, Chelsea... Zell and I, I feel like, have all been, like, communicating via Instagram for, like, the last couple of months. And then, I don't know when y'all met, but I, like, walked into the store finally and was like, I feel like I've known you for months. I haven't met Zell in person yet. Yeah. Today. Today. What? Yeah, we've just chatted on Insta. I didn't know. That's was today. Wow. Doesn't feel weird, though. No. Because, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. Social media. She's also a... um, Local North Carolinian. Yes. She is a dog mom to the most precious little four-pound baby baby doll. And Mm -hmm. she's a newlywed, kind of, two years. Yeah, almost two years. Yeah. So um, she's just like a young, bad-A woman who (laughs) is going after her dreams and making things happen, which is so much of what this, the message of this podcast is, is to like encourage women that whatever, um, whatever passion is on their heart or whatever, um, they want to conquer in life that they can do it if they just start now and so that's why we wanted to have you on here it was funny when I mentioned when I asked you to be on the podcast you're like I don't know I don't I know, know if I can like I was nervous. speak I'm nervous and then and we I put you like, on blast when we read your review <laughs> yeah working but you know works at the shop and yeah like, I think she works out with you and everything yeah and she was like I just heard you because I hadn't listened to the episode yet and she was like I just heard um you on the podcast and I was like oh my god I've got to go listen and see what was and we were like you're gonna be on it like no pressure so funny um so why don't you tell us a little bit about your background kind of how you got to Wilmington specifically and maybe like what led you into the fashion industry itself sure so um I feel like I've been in Wilmington my entire life my um parents are from uh kind of the general area of a little town called Wallace, which is on I-40 up towards Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not even halfway to Raleigh. Um, but I was born here at New Hanover Hospital, so even though we lived in Wallace, I, I spent my whole life coming to Wilmington. Yeah. Um, and then at some point, my parents decided to get um, a beach house. My dad had been going to Topsville for years, and Wrightsville, we had a lot of family here, so they were like, let's just let's get a house at Wrightsville. And Eventually, they decided to make it full time. And funny enough, I like I remember the day they told me we were moving here, and I was heartbroken. I was like, "You, will, I cannot move. Please do not make me move. I do not want to move to Wilmington." Shut up. But now I can't. How imagine. old were you? I was probably twelve. So I was so in that you were like, yeah. It was, yeah. You know, we we ended up and changed schools seventh grade, and that's a tough. Middle yeah, school's already hard, age. and then it's tough. But now I can't imagine anything different, and so. Moved here um, and ended up graduating from high school, moved to Raleigh, went to Meredith, and my senior year of college decided to start a blog. And I didn't tell anyone. (laughs) Like, I think my friends kind of knew, but it was like I would put collages of things that I liked. And um, I'm pretty sure the only people that read my blog were my mom and my grandma Mm. because I emailed them the link. Yeah. I think think that was it. Instagram was very new at that point. Like, I don't. And yeah, I, what I, year was this? Like 2013. Yeah. So it hadn't been around that long, and I didn't make my Instagram public, so I wasn't even using that as a platform for blogging. I pretty much would just like connect with other bloggers via reading their blogs and things like that. Um, but that kind of sparked my. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, that sparked my interest. Um, but funny enough, my mom was cleaning out um, one of her drawers the other day and found a notebook that I had taken when you know you're little and you look at catalogs I cut Mm. out pictures of outfits and written captions with them about why I would wear them to certain things I'm not sure how old I was but like one of them was said 
this is what I'll wear when I go out. I'm not sure where I was going. Okay. <laughs> so, it's like a Pinterest board yeah, before Pinterest. Exactly. So and so cute. mom jokes that like it was it was destiny to yes. have a store and everything else. But um, I really didn't start getting super passionate about blogging until I moved to Charlotte. So I graduated. I had really no clue what I was going to do. It ended up working for an advertising and marketing company right outside of Charlotte. And I didn't have a lot of friends there. So I kind of started diving into spending more time on my blog and trying to make it more of like a functioning website instead of just a place that I threw random things on. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually went to a couple of blogger meetups, which I never in a million years would have expected myself to do. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of got bigger from there. I started realizing that the more I showed outfits, that people were like, oh, where'd you get that? And, or, you know, can you find me something for X, Y, Z? And then it just kept evolving. And I ended up moving back to Wilmington um, after a few years in Charlotte and then in Raleigh and um, was working for uh, one of my family's company in River Landing, was doing marketing and advertising for them. And I just kept, like, it was just weighing on me that I really wanted to have a store. And I'd been saying it for years and years, but just never really could commit and was newly engaged and I was sitting in the kitchen um, at my parents one day sitting on the floor with my dog and I was like you know I just really really want a store and my dad said well if you're doing it like let's do it now Mm. and the more I investigated the scareder I got but I also like couldn't let it go like the more I saw this like vision coming to life the more I couldn't stop thinking about it yes Um, because one of the first things I did before I even um, really put together a business plan is I started looking at spaces because I was like I've got to have some kind of ability to understand how much things are going to cost and before I can mm-hmm. say like oh I'm going to do it so I started right. looking at spaces and looking at brands and then eventually kind of had my business plan and here we are almost two years later which is crazy so the store's been open for two years September now. will be two years wow. which is insane in the same location the whole same time location. right mm-hmm. which is a great location I love it, it it's, oh a, my it's a good little spot we're tucked away in the forum but um you guys like Epic Food? We're right there. Yeah, they're yes. right next to Epic okay. and across the street from Bento Box. Yes. And mm-hmm. really good spot for... Yeah, it's nice. Especially mm-hmm. the demographic. I would feel like, oh my gosh, this thunder. <laughs> thunder is unreal. This whole week it's been like... Weird, because it's terrible. like sunny. I know. Um, okay, so you didn't always want to technically own your own store until a couple years ago. Yeah. But you've always loved fashion. Yes. So growing up, what kind of like... Um, styles were you into like were you a tomboy were you a girly it's girl funny. I don't it's hard to explain I loved limited too oh yes. you guys did board shorts like with the thing. matching shirts Heck my jam yeah. but I feel like I've always been I was thinking about this the other day I feel like I've always been sensitive to what I feel comfortable in like I can be in the best mood and then not love my outfit and I get aggravated and I know that's so silly no it's so I'm also real comfortable in my gym clothes but like if I'm going somewhere I want to feel 100% my best and it's when I've got an outfit on that I like and it's mm-hmm. if it's comfortable and um I remember being in middle school I just moved here and all of the cool girls at school got these we had to wear khaki I went to Cape Fear Academy and we had a dress code so all the girls had to wear like khaki pants or navy pants and everybody went to Aeropostale mm-hmm. well I was a very scrawny little individual at the mm-hmm. time, and the, the, the khaki pants weren't quite working on me, so I had to buy my limited two pants, and by that point, limited two wasn't cool anymore. Aeropostale was cool. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like it's funny because I, even then, even though I feel like my style wasn't great at all, I was still very conscious of like yeah. what I wanted to be wearing. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. I feel like I've started getting more adventurous with what I wore even after I graduated because I felt like you know, when you're growing up and you're in high school, if you've got a uniform you've got to follow or you've got your friend group, you want to kind of stay in that yeah. in that zone. Mm-hmm. And even in college, I remember um, 
taking a trip to New York with my parents and we went to Zara and I found this really cute little like two piece. It was a blazer short set and I bought it. But then I got home and was like, I can't wear this here. Yeah, you're like, I what am like I going to stand out. I was like, yeah. and I didn't want to stand out. I wanted to just kind of blend in and still flip it together, but not be like, oh my God, look at her outfit. Right. Um, so I feel like I've gotten a little bit more adventurous now. I'll pull random stuff out. And sometimes my husband's like, what was that? <laughs> and then sometimes it's just super easy stuff, like an yeah. easy little dress. But. What I notice and love about your style is I um, feel like it's something I could achieve. You know, like, yeah. it's so cute and so put together. And, like, if I just, like, bought the right things, like, I could do that. So it's, like, very much your everyday girl with, like, a pop of, like, class. And, and I, that's that was always kind of my vision with this store is, you know, I hated – I felt like I had a work wardrobe and a, like, after work wardrobe. And I couldn't really mix and match them. And so that was one of the things that was my vision was, you know, finding those good pieces that you can wear – in an office you can wear them with your friends you can wear them for girls night you can kind of transcend them and mm-hmm. just mix and match with accessories and things like that and um I feel like we sometimes I try to we do our Tuesday try-ons at the store and so I try to be conscious of thank mm-hmm. you love that I try to be conscious of sharing like okay for instance a bodysuit you wouldn't think that you should wear that to work but if you throw on a great blazer and some cropped pants like you've got an outfit for that and then you've got jean shorts with it for mm-hmm. that night going out yeah, with girlfriends exactly. yeah I love I, that I never knew what that was like because my full-time job I was wearing yoga pants every day <laughs> and so it got to the point where I was like that's how I feel right now I had nothing other than like when I would sometimes go out for weekends like I it just wasn't like worth investing right. in a lot of nice clothes because I was five days a week in yoga pants and a tank top yeah and now that I like get to do both it's so fun to actually get to wear real clothes yeah, yeah I will say like be working in fitness like right now I look like a straight up bum <laughs> but wearing yoga clothes and and yoga pants and tennis shoes and all that whenever I do dress up it boosts my confidence Mm -hmm. so so much much. yeah and that's why I feel like the power of fashion or the power of just like owning the skin you're in by Mm -hmm. kind of like defining who you are from what you put on it is like Mm -hmm. so powerful Mm -hmm. and so it's it's much deeper than you just like own a store like you're giving women this confidence that we're all seeking in some right. way and you're giving yeah. it to them through their apparel which mm-hmm. is awesome it's been it's been a cool experience for sure it, much so, cooler than I thought yeah cool. you mentioned your parents being like yes. on board mm-hmm. would you say they were like your biggest cheerleader I think so I think or who was your biggest cheerleader gosh, during? it's, it's kind of hard I you know my parents were huge they from the beginning like my mom and dad went to most of my um like space viewings like to go check out what where we could potentially be my mom was there for like you know she had a view of my vision and then my dad was there for a build-out concept of mm-hmm. like yeah you can make this work or no you can't um and my husband he, we were I think two months in of our engagement when I decided to, that you're like by the way we're, yeah. we're we're doing a pretty big investment yes and so I remember I was like listen I think I, I think I'm gonna open a store and he was like um okay and I think maybe at first he thought like she's just saying it and then he realized like okay we are and ever since I mean he's been right there with me he spent probably more time at the store than he ever would have thought it's almost just it's been a family thing I mean my parents are heavily involved in different avenues. Like, my mom goes to pretty much every market trip with me. And it's great because, you know, as I mentioned before, while I'd say our average customer is around my age or maybe 10 to 15 years older, my mom is 55. So she's – that we've got plenty of clients who are her age. So she's that, mm-hmm. like, other voice saying, you know, I would wear this. 
Yeah. And you could work, you know, it's, it works out well. Yeah, that's great. Yes. Um, and then my <coughs> friends have just been super supportive. It's crazy. Even my friends who live from afar, they, any, they're constantly like, hey, how can we help? How can they check in? It's just, I don't know. It's been, it's been incredible having the network of family and friends. Yeah. Community is huge, 100%. especially when you're trying to like accomplish something yes. that seems impossible mm-hmm. at the time or yeah. like it, and you're it, like it does ah, scary yeah I don't know what sometimes do. I walk in the shop and it's still crazy that it's mine like I yes. walk in and I'm like this is kind of weird but this is what I do every day and I would and actually shop way. here exactly. <laughs> like and I like it <laughs> yeah exactly so I know I know you're gonna touch on like the Instagram stuff yeah but I have a question mm-hmm. so you mentioned in your intro how like when you started your blog you kind of like didn't tell anyone about yeah. it and like kind of kept it secretive and I know what that's like it's like you want to step out into this creative field but it's very it's a very vulnerable thing or just to like do something that is out of the ordinary or not what you're Mm -hmm. currently doing um so what like where was that transition of feeling like okay I'm gonna start sharing this I think it's good enough or I have the confidence now to go ahead and start sharing this with the world Uh, like what did that transition look like and what would your advice be to our listeners that maybe want to step out and start a business or step out and blogging, like to yeah. just kind of get through that block. Even today, I still feel like sometimes I'll get on stories and share something, and after I post it, I'm like, "Do people are people actually listening to this? Yes. Do they really care? The they really yes. do." You know? <laughs> yeah. I listen to all of them. <laughs> like you. the answer is yes. But it really, you know, sometimes, and that's what I've found is the bloggers that I really enjoy following. They share their fashion. They share they share different things. That's what grabs my attention. But what I like is the real stuff, the everyday. And mm-hmm. so I, I feel like sometimes it's good to be real. I mean, as a whole, I don't like to overshare. So I'm, I don't want to put everything out there. But it's, it's weird. I don't even really remember when. I think it was honestly when I moved to Charlotte. I was kind of like, you know, what do I have to lose? Like, yeah. I, I want to make this blogging thing bigger. And as we all know, Instagram is a huge avenue for all business, mm-hmm. including blogging. And so there was really no other way. And so, in the beginning, I don't even think stories existed then. It was just Snapchat. Yeah. And I never used my Snapchat for blogging. That was always just for friends or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it was just finally I hit a point like, okay, I've got this platform. I can just share what I like. And mm-hmm. it, it is still sometimes awkward. Like, I'm notorious that my friends pick on me all the time because I'm notorious for posting something 20 minutes later, delete. Because yeah. I just, I look back and I'm like, I don't, it's not even what I've shared. It's just more like, you know, Blogging does put that pressure of having certain engagement, like you guys know. I mean, growing your Instagram mm-hmm. is huge, mm-hmm. um, and it's tough. It's mm-hmm. so tough. And so sometimes you post something, and you're like, everybody's going to love this. And then 20 minutes later, you're like, oh, one person liked that. Yeah. yeah I like it. And it's hard. Yeah. Um, because we live in a society, like, you shouldn't define yourself based off of a like on Instagram. But when it is your business, it it does kind of, mm-hmm. there's a there's Muddy a waters. Exactly. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm going on a tangent here, but basically no, no. I feel like there was one day that I just was like, you know what, if I'm going to put myself out there, I need to be willing to do it in all avenues, not just on my website. Yeah. I've had people ask me that about like stepping into photography, like what their, or what my advice would be to them. And I understand that hesitation because I do get comments from people or little like side comments here now that are like, oh, like you know, you're such an Instagrammer or like, you know, how are you so happy all the time? And look at you just doing all Mm -hmm. these things. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be better than anybody else. It's just, 
how I actually feel and it happens to be my business mm-hmm. that I'm posting about and yes I like to share parts of my life too because that makes me more relatable but it's not because I'm obsessed with being like Instagram famous it's because no. I truly want to enjoy that engagement and two it's helped my biz- business immensely so it's, you have to just ha- like get past those few people that are gonna yeah give you crap for it and realize the impact that it can have on people's lives your life your business mm-hmm. the connections that it can get you it's way more worth it than just like a couple people thinking that you're too much right. or you post too much. Or- and I think that's that's the hardest part is when you put yourself out there, you're putting yourself out there not just for people who genuinely want to follow you, but for people who really don't care what you have to say. Right. Um, and to this day, like I hate to – like if I was with you and you have your like camera equipment and it looks like we're doing legit things, like I, it doesn't make me uncomfortable. But when I'm out there with my iPhone or Steven's got my camera mm-hmm. and we're taking pictures, I hate doing it in front of people. Like, I'm super awkward. Like, we can be somewhere where we know no one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, somebody's coming. Like, act normal. Yeah. Like, we're not taking a photo. Yeah. And Steven says, we, we don't know them. Like, yeah. just take the picture. Yeah. But what a good time, Instagram husband. Yeah, he's so sweet. Um, <laughs> I think sometimes he's like, can we not take a picture anymore? <laughs> but he he's very willing to help. He and yeah. my parents and my sister. and um, But it's hard because... It, I've I've had I've battled that a lot with blogging and um, the the blogging industry has just changed so much since you know the takeover of the mm-hmm. influencer and things like that and I see it from two sides. On the one hand, I was a blogger before I was a business owner, and so I understand you know pitching yourself and networking and things like that. But from a business owner standpoint, it's it's different too because I have a lot of bloggers reach out to me and want to collaborate. But for me, budget wise, that's not always in the cards. Mm-hmm, right. So it's just I feel like it's twofold. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely different now than it was when I first started blogging mm-hmm. six years ago. Yeah. And so yeah. I think the the key to like like what you were talking about, Chelsea, with Instagram, how you're gonna have like haters or people mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. S- snide comments or um, you know sassy little things that they say. I think that the key is to like you in your own mind and your own heart or whatever you want to call it, like having that awareness and that balance of like this is a good marketing tool Mm -hmm. and it's also a really good way to like share and be vulnerable yeah so how do I how do I like combine that to where it's both like people make fun of me all the time because all of my pictures are basically pictures that Chelsea has taken and I'm not actually doing those things (laughs) I literally was scrolling through your Instagram the other day and I was like literally this whole year is all pictures that I Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. and I'm not actually doing those things in the moment but we're big on what we teach with Prosper Branding is like being off, more authentic in your captions and your right. voice and using those images to like bring people in. So mm-hmm. I think it's kind of just keeping that like, I guess, um, balance in your own mind of like right. not letting it take over your brain, like not getting so insecure about a story you exactly. put up, mm-hmm. but also like being vulnerable right. and like putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. It's like this weird... It's a hump that you definitely have to get over. It is. Like... I get a lot of people, there's a lot of people that I follow too that I'm surprised never post like videos of them talking. It's Mm -hmm. only just pictures pictures. where they can write it out and I'm just like, people are, I get way more engagement when I'm just like talking with like no makeup on and about how my day went or whatever and it really is such a like aha moment of, oh, this Mm -hmm. is what people connect to more. It doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that's what's cool about social media is like if you can get past the insecurities of it, it's amazing the kind of community you can create. And I think I feel that way about the shop too, but 
most of the people that follow me on Instagram are not in Wilmington. They're not mm-hmm. in Raleigh. They, they probably aren't even in North Carolina. Just, right. And, and so it's crazy because it, I'm always amazed by what people want to talk to you about. Like I posted mm-hmm. something, I've always been really self-conscious about my smile. And part of it was that I had crooked teeth growing up and I lived in orthodontics and I was just very paranoid. And even post that, it wasn't that my teeth were even that crooked. My actual smile was off-centered. Like, mm-hmm. And so I didn't like smiling with my teeth and I'd like constantly ask my friends, like, is my smile fake? Does it look mm-hmm. bad? Like someone told me one time I had RBF smile and that hurt my feelings so bad Aww. because like, Oh, right. I was like, yes. what does that mean? And yes, then I just I put it together. Yeah. Resting yeah. B face. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it hurt my feelings because yeah. I, I genu- genuinely feel like I'm a fairly happy person. But yeah. when I get in front of a camera sometimes, it's like my face just freezes and I don't yeah. know what to do. Um, but I started wearing Invisalign and completely changed my mouth and it changed my smile. And I posted something about that and I got so many messages about people saying like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, like, you know, thanks mm-hmm. for sharing because I've had that same experience. Maybe I'll try Invisalign. Maybe I'll just try like mm-hmm. genuinely smart. You know, it's just, it's crazy what people are self-conscious about that if you share a little bit about yourself and mm-hmm. how you feel about it, they're, you might be helping somebody. Yeah. Else. And yeah. like to even, and even to think about like, you've got like thousands and thousands of followers, like the people that you follow who are like insta famous or you feel have got it all together like they have insecurities no, too yeah. you know like they are just normal people mm-hmm. who are just being more are exposing more of their lives yeah, their daily exactly. lives and exactly. people want to know about it cuz mm-hmm. it's real yeah most of it most of it's real um okay so if you could go back and change one thing in your road to starting Zia boutique or tell yourself one thing, like, right. I wish you would have done that or known this. Yeah. What would that be? I think in the beginning, I mean, I had a little bit of retail experience, but not a ton. And I, I think because I hadn't spent years and years working in a store, I felt, even though this is what I was super passionate about, and I had a lot of business experience, um, and I had plenty of marketing and media experience, I felt like I still wasn't going to be good enough, in a sense. Um, and so I remember thinking, like, I'll open, unlock the doors and no one will show up. And I mean, it's retail. There's going to be days where it's an insane day at the shop and there's mm-hmm. days where it's quiet and it's just, it's how retail goes yeah. for everyone. Um, but I wish that I had been a little bit more assured of myself, like that the experiences that I had to bring to my business might not be cookie cutter from what this person did or this person did, but that it was still valid. Cause I think in the beginning I was so nervous about every decision I made. Like I felt like I had to run it by everyone. Like mm. should I, I need to call my mom or Steven or whoever and now I feel like it, I mean, I definitely still overshare with them probably because they're kind of like my business partners in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I, if I could go back and do it again, I just, I feel like I've grown, my confidence has grown since I've had my business because I've just realized like you can't do it alone. Like my team at the shop is incredible. My family, my friends, but at the end of the day, it's me that's there every single day or, you know, my name is on the lease and so I have to be the one responsible and it's okay to just be assured in like my decisions and I'm not always going to make the right one, but that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've learned the most just when I've decided to like let go and mm. just start coming up with my own ideas and diving yeah. in. And realizing that like the skills that you have and the experience or background mm-hmm. that you have is exactly what you need exactly. in order to start your store. Right. Like your store doesn't have to be no. just like this store down the street, you like know, in, in everything you kind of feel like not that you're comparing, but you just want to be, equal or 
you know, you want you want good to enough. Be, exactly. Yeah. And I, that that's a that's a big thing is I don't think despite the fact that I was super passionate about having a store, I think when we first opened, I didn't feel like I was good enough to have a store. And mm. I think that's just how it was. Mm. And there's still those days that it's hard and because business is tough. Like, I mean, you'll know owning a business, it, it never shuts off. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take a break from it, but it never, yeah. it's always there, it's especially there, yeah. in the world of technology. I mean, everything is on my phone, yeah. um, which is great, but you never really get to take a break from it. You're always on, exactly. like you're always on CEO mind. Yes, always, mm-hmm. always. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does like a typical day in your life look like? I've been trying, you know, y'all are talking about making time to work out. I don't train people to work out, and I still can't find time to work out. <laughs> that's a personal problem. Um, I know a trainer. Right? I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about I was like, maybe you should just come here and work out. Yeah. It's not that far from the shop. Yeah. But um, I've been trying to get better since we've been staying at the beach, too. It's I have no excuse not to walk out the door and head to the loop and walk the loop. So mm-hmm. I've been trying to get up and... Um, spend some time doing that but I also really like my quiet time and I didn't realize how much I enjoyed it I'm used to I was a speed get it right like I got ready super quick and was out the door and I also had a 45 minute commute so that was my quiet time but I thoroughly enjoy getting my cup of coffee put my makeup on and I kind of make it a process now instead of rushing through it Mm -hmm. Um, and then I head to the store sometimes you know before I was working in a more eight to five scenario so when we first opened I felt like I had to be at the shop at eight o'clock even Mm -hmm. though we didn't open until 10. Um, and now, because I do spend so much time at home working on my computer, I, I don't kill myself about not getting there at 8. So, um, like today, for instance, I got there early to film our Tuesday try-ons. I kind of get everything set up in the shop. And the day-to-day, it just kind of depends. Some days, I'm just on the floor. Like, if we're if it's quiet, I'm in the office getting some work done, but my job is solely storefront. Mm-hmm. Um, some days, it's like this, where it's a meeting or something fun, like a podcast, which I've never done before. But... Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think that's, what's cool about it is I have my routine, but it's also every single day is different. Right. Like my day normally starts with checking my email and, but half the time I'm doing that in the bed. Like first thing I look at my phone, answer DMs from the night before that we got at the shop and for the blog. Um, okay, wait, pause. Yes. How many DMs do you think you get a day? Not that many. I feel like today I got a lot because I posted, um, kind of like an inspiring Bible verse, like to do list thing. And I got a lot of messages off of that. The store-wise, we get a ton. Really? Um, and it depends. I mean, it depends. If I've shared a lot on stories, I get a yeah. ton of messages. If I don't, it's kind of quiet. Yeah. Somebody might re- DM about I always wonder that. Done. Like, people who have, like, thousands, thousands of followers, yeah. I'm like, how many people are messaging you all Some day? Days that would overwhelm me, I feel yeah. like. Some days it's crazy. Like, a crazy ton. And and it could be something, like, I could have shared something, and I talk with, clearly I talk with my hands a lot, and it could be, like, what was your nail color when you were telling the story about X, Y, Z? Yeah, yeah. you're like, hold um, on, let me think. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes it's, where were the earrings from? Or sometimes it was, like, oh, my gosh, that happened to me, too. Or sometimes it's just, like, a laughing thing. You know, you just never. Yeah. 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 It, it can. The it double just, tap, yes, and that shows up as a DM, yeah, and you're, yeah. like, all right. I'm, like, thanks. Appreciate thanks, it. appreciate it. Thanks for that notification. Yep. I kind of wish Instagram would get rid of that. Also, the fact that you get a... a comment notification when someone comments on something that you've been tagged in. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. like, oh, you're like, I don't I don't need to look at that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool, but like... I've commented and that's that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that one is a lot. That's aggressive. Yeah. Come on, Instagram. And that's why I get all of yours because you tag me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I stop, I stop tagging you, but then I forget Then I forget to put it in the caption and it's then I feel fine. bad. You don't need to keep tagging me. People okay. just know. I'm like, you have to I'm know. You're official photographer. You have to know. So. I'm just going to put in my bio... All, all photos taken by Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> all photos taken by Chelsea. <laughs> okay, 
So obviously you love fashion because you own a store and you own and you run this blog. So in regards to seasons of the year, like fall, spring, yeah. summer, fall, what is your did I say fall twice? Fall, spring, summer, winter. Yes, there, there you go. go. Thank you. <laughs> um, when you what's your favorite time of year fashion wise? That's hard. I'm torn. I I like fall. Summer's my favorite season. I just love summer because I like being on the boat. I like being at the beach. I like not freezing to death. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, but especially when we're buying for the store, I really enjoy fall. Like I don't cutest clothes are in fall. Yes. I would say fall is my favorite too. And it's it's weird. Booties, because, exactly. But you could still wear like a light shirt with like yeah. jeans and, and like a scarf. What's funny is that people, I'm like, <laughs> I like it. I should totally be a fashion <laughs> fashion grammar. Okay, this is a side note too. We'll go. We'll get back into fall. But did did you ever see my stories when I posted <laughs> when I posted a bunch of clothes that I was trying to sell on Instagram? Yes, I did see them. I got so much hate and make people making fun of me for like probably how I'm talking right now, but like how I would describe clothes. I was like, I this is like super cute. It's like a sweater. It's <laughs> it's it's like, white. It's white. Like I had no, I didn't even like know what like certain materials like, were. I'd be like, cotton? I don't know. I feel like I do that at the store sometimes though. Like today, I literally just stopped talking in one of them because I was like, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Yeah. Because you're just, you, the whole point is that we do get a lot of messages off of try on. So as opposed to just a still photo. Right. Which I guess that's what you were saying is people it's just... True. People are drawn yeah. to people like videos. The video. They are. Yeah. Even that, if you don't turn the sound on, yeah. you're still like, I wonder what she's saying. Yeah. yeah. You're just Like, you know when you're like in like a public place and you're just like going through your yeah. Instagram yeah. stories and you're like, talking about. no idea what she's saying, but I'm watching her move yeah. her mouth. I do that with Chelsea all the time. She's always like sitting at her desk, like taking, and I'm like, I can't oh, listen thanks. right now. I'm glad to know well, you I'll be like, actually listen to I'll be in like a public place or something. And I'm like, dang it, I already pressed watch and I'm just going to watch it and see if there's any text that comes up later. The truth comes out. Okay, sorry. So fashion. Yes. Seasons. Fall. Fall. I I don't know why I like fall. And what's interesting is we are such a beach town, but at the same time, I think Wilmington as a whole likes fall. I mean, I know it's like 95 degrees in October sometimes, but still. People still. We love fall. The fall at the shop has been, it's been so much fun. And I think partially it's like people are going tailgating, they might be going into town, they might be going to places that are colder than here. Um, and anytime the season changes and yeah, you switch like your wardrobe entirely, mm-hmm. like I, I still love like switching out my closet. Cause I'll like yes. put my winter clothes in another room when it's summer mm-hmm. and vice versa. I like get excited. I'm it's like, just, Ooh, a new wardrobe. Even like, though it's like the same one exactly. as last year. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love, I love summer, but there's something about fall that I almost feel like it's a fresh start in a sense. It's like, I agree. It's like the new school year, football season, like new school supplies, pumpkin spice jam. lattes. Exactly. I mean, I it's basic I white girl season. <laughs> this is so weird that we're talking about this today because last night, so this is going to sound crazy, but this is how my mind works. I was thinking about like, okay, after the wedding, it's going to be September. I'm going to go on my honeymoon and then I'm going to come back and it's going to basically be October. And, and then, then it's Christmas. Be the and I was like, honestly, I'm really excited for that. Like, yes, fall. And I just start like yeah. going over like the clothes and I just got all excited and it's only July, but here I am already thinking about how excited I am to like pull my booties back out yeah. of the closet. And I mean, July in the fashion world, it's really fall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have already, we're starting to get our pre-fall stuff in. So we've gotten several sweaters in already. And I mean, it's like, what is it? 89 degrees today with like hundred yeah. percent humidity. Gosh, but humidity. Can we come do like a heart and soul Zia Boutique try on? Yes. <gasps> We should. And like go live or something. That would be super fun. Y'all want to? 
Yes. The answer is yes. I'll wear something different than what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> well, we try on there. You try on it, Zia. Oh, perfect. I'll yeah. do my hair then. <laughs> <laughs> Down. Let's do it. That's a great idea. I love that. Um, okay. So if someone out here is like wanting to start a business, mm-hmm. and by out here I mean listening. Yes. <laughs> someone out, out here in the, in the interwebs is wanting to start their own business, um, specifically in um, fashion mm-hmm. or retail, mm-hmm. what would be a piece of advice you would give them? That's tough. I mean, I feel like the biggest thing is just do your research. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I had, I like spreadsheets. I don't like spreadsheets. My husband likes spreadsheets. I like PowerPoints and things like that. So I, anything I found that I liked that might potentially be applicable to what the store in my mind was going to look like, I saved it and I had it all organized so that when I presented my business plan to both, you know, my business advisor and then also to the forums I was wanting to lease there that they had a very clear concept. And I wanted to make sure that I had a clear concept before I just dove in. And that's why I was looking at retail spaces before I fully had committed to Mm -hmm. having a store because I just really wanted to understand what I was getting myself into. That's really smart. Um, And I think what's tough is, you know, right now online is, would be so much easier. You know, you could work from home and work in your house, but at the same time, I feel like there are so many online stores right now. And what is helpful is that, while Instagram has been a huge game changer for the business, our brick and mortar and like customer interactions, I feel like is what makes us us. Yeah. Um, it's do you guys what, have an online store? We do. Okay. Oh yeah. We what we have online is like a fraction of what we have available in the store, and we have more Instagram orders than website orders, but we do have a website where you can go and shop, and we have a fair amount of traffic. Considering my goal this year is well, I don't know if we're gonna make it by this year, but. I want to ship to all 50 states, and I think we're at, like, 30. That's great. I know. That's awesome. I know. I've got a map. I bought this map on Etsy where you – it's technically where you travel. Then you, you, you put a pin on it or – This one, it's, like, you, like, you, you fill out, out, and it turns into, like, a pretty photo. So it's oh, going to be yeah. a watercolor map when it's all said and done, and I've got it framed, and it's in this shop as, like, a constant reminder. That's, so of that's cool. such a cute I idea. I was, very, I was very excited about it. Probably more excited than you should be about a map. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's just, you know – Going back to the original question, sorry, I get on a tangent, but I feel like knowing fully what you're getting into is the biggest thing. Um, And having a a vision, it's easy to get overwhelmed. Like, I feel like my style is pretty concrete, but I also like a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but you can't do it all. Mm -hmm. You can't have it all in the store. It just starts to not make sense. So kind of defining what you want your customer to feel when they come in the store, how you want them to perceive what you carry, you know, your price points, things like that. And that's like that's the biggest thing it's so good to think of all those details too I'm sure a lot of people in any business will just like start it because they saw someone else start it and it looked cool without Mm -hmm. thinking of like all the hard work one that you're gonna have to put into it it's more than just like a cute little store in the forum and also all the details that go into Mm -hmm. that you don't necessarily you might not one be uh, skilled in like you might not have experience in like leases and um designing Mm -hmm. a storefront or you know like but but those details are still there so who are you going to outsource to who are you going to talk to who are you going to ask for for advice and I think that's what I've learned the most is that you know before with any other job you know if a light bulb goes out in the ceiling some you just call the person and they come yeah well this morning our lights went off in our middle dressing room so I was on a ladder in this little dress and then I realized (laughs) that the tops of our dressing rooms were dusty so I was dusting so it's like I'm the cleaning person the electrician the 
you do it all right yeah you do it you do it all and it it's amazing it's super fun but it's I never thought this was going to be an easy job by any stretch but some days I'm like holy cow yeah you wear all the hats yeah it's so fun but it's it's not sometimes yeah you know it's just I feel like sometimes you get to the point where you've like had an amazing week and then the, the hat drops again yeah like a few weeks ago we'd had a really good month and the week had been awesome and I had on a new outfit from the store, and I walked in, and I had water pouring out of my ceiling in the back. We had a hot water heater bust that was in the ceiling. And it's like those moments where you think, why? Like, why did I do this? Yeah. Like, you just want to go home and get back in bed and then redo it all. But then you get through it. And And then you have that moment that's like a person walks in the store and finds the outfit of their dreams and says it's their favorite place ever. And you're like, this is why I do it. It makes it all worth it. And that's what's so cool is, you know, Two years ago, if you think about it, two years is kind of a, a long time in the span of someone's journey. If they're I haven't been age. in a relationship with anyone for two yeah. years. Yeah. Man wise. And so, well, Michael, we're coming up on two. Congrats. Thanks. <laughs> um, but like we've had customers who when they first came in the store, they weren't engaged and now they've gotten married and they're having a kid. And it's like, no, I'm not their best friend, but I've been there for kind of all of it. Yeah, and you get to see their story. Exactly. And sometimes the customer comes in and I'm one of the first people to know they're pregnant because they're shopping for Oh, things to kind of cover the fact that shush. That's and it's, it's such a cool. Yeah, it's just such a cool job. It's like you know, some days I feel like people are like, "Oh, you're just selling clothes," but it's like you said earlier. I feel there's like so much more to I've it. gotten to connect with people more than I ever thought I would. And there's days where I just want to put my headphones in and go in my office and like not talk to anybody. But then one of our amazing customers comes in, and it's yeah, you know, it and just, something it makes so, it so worth it, so precious and sweet about this town specifically yes. is like the the like intimate connections mm-hmm. that people have so it's like this big town but still small town feel yeah and so I almost think that like you were talking about earlier like I could just do online like there's something so special about having a boutique yes here yeah. in Wilmington especially because it's like everyone's so I feel like everyone in this town for the most part is like cheering each other on oh, and, like, supporting yeah. each other yeah. and um I was thinking about that this morning and the fact that for a t- for a town of its size I feel like People here really understand the importance of small business. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Amazon Prime. But, like, you know, it'll kill me when someone comes in and they're like, well, I've tried it on here, so I'll just order it online. And I'm like, but you're you're standing right here in my shop. Like, let me help you. But to that same effect, I've met so many cool small business owners, creatives, and Wilmington has such a cool culture for that. And I would have never known that this existed until I was store. Because even as a blogger, I didn't really put myself out there that much in Wilmington. Like, Raleigh has a bigger blogging community, so I got together with a lot more people when I lived there as opposed to here. Um, But, like, today, like, who would have thought, you know? And I feel like I already knew y'all before before this. I don't know. It's just such a cool thing, and it's such an interesting way to network with people. It really is. I'm just thankful that Wilmington is as supportive as they are. It's crazy, and you're right. Like, you wouldn't necessarily know that unless you're in it. Mm -mm. And I, I'm sure, like, from the outside looking in, people can see, like, the awesome things that are going on. But, like, when you're actually in it and connecting with different people, it's, like, a whole different level. perspective mm-hmm. of, like, understanding the community on a totally exactly. different level, which is just really, really cool. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, we have four questions that we ask all of our guests. Okay. Um, but I'm going to throw in a fifth. <laughs> I have one more question, too, that I'm okay. just curious okay. about. So... With your blog, do you like do you mostly post things that 
you carry at your store now or do you still like what are your other favorite right. shops that you post it's, about a lot that has been oh, such an interesting question. thing what i've found is that the people who followed zia there are definitely some people that came across it from the shop and i've had it's really cool i had someone come in from they live in colorado oh. and i noticed that they were kind of like giving me a weird look and then i brought sophie out and that's my dog um and then they were like that's the dog and i was like what are they talking about and then finally she said, are you Zell? And I was like, yeah, I am. And she said, well, I follow you on Instagram. I live in Colorado. And she was like, so that's where I'm following your shop. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the entire world. That yes. somebody lives in Colorado, happened to be in Wilmington, and came to the store. Like, how cool. And knows your dog. Yeah, and knows my dog. <laughs> I know. That's But she is a celebrity, in my personal opinion. I think people just come to the store now to see her, not the yeah, shop. Yeah, she's um, unbelievable. Isn't she? She's, she's so perfect. Cute. Yeah. Um, but that being said, People who follow Southern Style are not necessarily interested in Zia, which is, they want to know the behind the scenes of it, but they don't necessarily want to buy from there, which I understand. It's hard because, um, you know, we have certain policies and different things like that that just can never match up with Amazon or Nordstrom or Revolve. And so I've just given up on trying to beat that because we are right. a small business. So right. that being said, I still like to share the same places I shopped before. Like I love Nordstrom. I like Revolve. I like... Um, ASOS, I really, honestly, I know everybody's on an Amazon kick, but I do think they have good stuff. They do. Yeah. Some of it's not. And at the end of the day, you might pay $10 for something, and yes, it's a lot cheaper than what you're going to get at Zia, and the quality is, there's a definite difference. Yeah, you right. can tell. But for cool, like, just an easy little throw-on, like, yeah. and so I still try to share those things, um, because I still like those. Yeah. Right. I mean, while I primarily, I feel like what I wear is my biggest form of advertisement, I still really like to shop. Right. And so there are some days that I miss just shopping, not for a big group of people, but just for myself. Mm. Yeah. Um, which pretty much everything we carry is what I would wear in a, in some way or another. Right. Um, but it's, sometimes it's nice to just shop. And so I still try to share like good sales and different yeah. things, like things under 50 bucks because people want something they can just grab and not think too right. much about it. Yeah. And, yeah. And so I was just curious if there was that like, I'm sure there's that conflict of interest sometimes where you're like... It feels that way. Yeah. And that's something I've had to battle. I probably could share more about this store on Southern Style, but it's just, I feel like in in general, the average consumer that's not in your town wants something a little bit more accessible, with, mm-hmm. you know, free shipping and things like that. And I understand that because, I mean, my mom and I were joking about that the other day. J. Crew was having a sale, I think, on the 4th of July. And my mom was like, I'm being that customer. I'm looking for a free shipping promo code. You yeah. Because that's what that's what consumers want. Yeah. Because the shipping it, alone is like 11 Exactly. Yeah, and like, so I shoot. think in the beginning, I was so just like, oh, my gosh, everybody has to love my store. They don't. They right. just don't. If you do and you come to choose to shop there, that's great. Um, and we do offer promo codes for our readers and things like that, too. But... Um, I still share what I shared before because I like things other than the yeah, store. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So my question before we get into our four is who is your celebrity fashion crush? Oh gosh. That's hard. You can name two or three. I think I just have an overall girl crush on Julian Huff. Mm. Um, like just everything. Literally. About it. I just like her vibe. I like yes. Love her. Um, this is going to sound crazy, but I still I consider her a celebrity. But do y'all watch Southern Charm? Yeah. I think Cameron has the cutest style. I feel like... And her little cute accent and yes, baby, cute? all the things. I, I love her. Show, so. I know she's not technically 
it's like you were saying earlier, like her, the way she dresses is a, an attainable thing. Like you can mm-hmm. look at her outfit and then go to your closet and be like, okay, well, I've got something kind of similar. Yeah. I can put it. So I, I like her style because she does live in the South. Like she dresses kind of like how we would. Um, I like her a lot. She's too. a hoot. She's so funny. I, she's I, funny she to follow on Instagram. Instagram. Oh my gosh. When she was pregnant, I was dying. She like, like hates. Oh my gosh. She talked about all the things that you hate yes. about being pregnant. Yep. And she, she was like, just so real. Yeah. Okay, our four questions. The first one is, what is something that you are currently binging right now or obsessed with? Hmm. So I've been staying at um, my parents' beach house, and my mom really likes watching Law & Order SVU. So yes, I have been, like, hardcore binging. binging it. Like, we watched, like, six or seven episodes the other night, and I finally made myself go to bed. <laughs> but I'm thinking I need to rein it in because I had a very vivid dream the other night that involved lots of crime. Mm-hmm. And also Zia Boutique, and there's a lot going on. And I woke up, and it involved Sophie. There was just too much. Yeah, once Sophie's yeah. involved, so, you, you yeah, gotta, gotta stop. I was very panicked. And so I might have to cut that, but it's so good. Well, if your mom ever needs any other one, other people to stay at her beach house, and I'll, watch I'll let you know. Her, she, would, let she, would, she would love it. I am free. <laughs> so fun. You want to ask the second question? Sure. Um, what is something you love about yourself? That's a tough question. Um, you listened to this up this podcast. I Should know. Have known it was I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I think sometimes it's it can be a negative, but I like staying busy. That's just I just genuinely enjoy it, and so I like the fact that my mind can kind of be all over the place but that to me is yeah calming in a way yeah um so it's kind of a it can be a negative but for me I think that's what I thrive on yeah and so I like the fact that I'm able to multitask and I just like projects yeah and I like me too multitasking and sometimes it's too much but I feel like when you love it yeah it's just it's what you it's thrive just, off it's of. what you feel yeah so I like that I can relate. I like that too. Same. Um, what is something you're looking forward to in the rest of 2019? Hmm. I'm going to California this summer. Me too. Are you? Where are you going? Um, I'm going to San Francisco, starting in San Francisco, uh-huh. then to Napa, then driving down the coast to San Diego. Oh, that'll be fun. We're what? flying into San Francisco, and then we're doing a few days in Sonoma and doing some winery stuff. It's a girls' trip. I'm really when are you excited. going? July 18th. Shut up. Shut up! Are you going then too? I'm going to be in Napa on July 18th. You're kidding. I'll be in San Francisco, I think. i got to check my itinerary. But... I'm flying to San Francisco on the 17th. We're going to be there the 18th. Then mm-hmm. we drive to Napa on the 18th That's of the soon. night. That's next week. Yes, next week. it's crazy. i got to start Oh packing. my gosh, let's like hang out. <laughs> I've been checking the weather because I think the weather's a little crazy there. It's like hot during the day and cold at night. I know. I saw that too, so we have to pack like... i got to regroup on my outfit. Maybe I'll have to go to Zia. Yeah, come get, get a sweater. Get a light sweater. We <laughs> I'm going to Asheville next weekend. Ooh, you might need a sweater a wedding, too. But... You might need a sweater. I might. She's like, you need a sweater, right? Yeah. We've got, got sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. Okay. If you could um, tell women one thing, what would it be? Um, I think we touched a little bit on this, but I feel like it's important to know your worth. Like, regardless of what you're doing in life, like, for me, it's it's kind of ebbed and flowed. I feel like, on the one hand, we've, we've talked a lot about social media today, and it's easy to get encapsulated by thinking that a like on an Instagram photo is what defines you, and it's not. So finding worth in things other than what other people think about you. Um, and I think, too, one of my one of the biggest things that I wish I could change that I, you can't is, you know, my first job, I was worked really hard and tried really hard to um, be great at my job, but it was I tried so hard that I think I couldn't fully see the value that I brought to the company mm-hmm. and that what I brought to 
um, my clients. And so because I was so obsessed with not messing up, I could never see like my value in my mm-hmm. career. Um, and I, I feel like that's easy for us to do in all avenues of life, like whether it's in your marriage or in your friendships um, or in your jobs. I feel like jobs sometimes are the hardest, but I feel like it's just important to like really step back and evaluate and identify what you bring to the table because I feel like we're, yeah, we we're, I feel like women as a whole are down on themselves a lot and want to set a certain standard and, and defining, you know, what your worth is and that you're valuable to your friendships and your relationships and your job yeah. is important. I love that. So Thanks. true. Where can people find you and your blog and your store? So um, blog-wise, you can find me. It's at Southern Style Blog on Instagram and at southernstyleblog.com. And then Zia, it's shopziaboutique.com and at shopziaboutique on Instagram. So you can find me at one of those places. Yeah. It's only me answering yes. the DMs. So. Well, thank you so yeah, much for coming me. over was today. I was nervous, but it was not nervous. And saying yes to our little bribe or peer pressure. I know. <laughs> Put, so, put yeah, out I'm there. super glad because this was a lot of fun. So thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for making it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Or you for making it happen. I'm all did about you, peer pressure. <laughs> That's how I thrive. Did you did you reach out to her or vice versa about actually doing it? Um, after, well, after, after I came into it, the store and attacked oh, her and then right. I verbally attacked her on the podcast, she okay. was like, okay, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> I kind of wanted to, but then I was like, I don't know, all the people that have been on here are just so like, cool and that's inspiring. Who, that's how you are yes. well, you're you cool are. and inspiring Thank you but you know you just want to well, i'm we glad want, i came <laughs> well, we want like people that we support and value and like know on some level right is going to resonate with our listeners to come on because we get emails at least once a week about people wanting to come on that we're just like no mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't. there's some that are like one why right why do you want to come on Usually what, it's to promote like a book or like something. Like to promote you know? a book or some type of thing that's going on. It's like if we don't know you or we don't share values or it's like an agent of yours that's emailing us right. for you. We're kind of just like, eh, thanks. I, I, this, I like Maybe once we the, get, you know, big and famous, we'll... Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I still want it. I mean, look, I get that. And I would and I would have a person on it if their agent emailed us if they yeah, oh, yeah. seemed like awesome right. enough or like you know, connected with us on all those different levels, but it's just been so cool to have all people that can actually be here in person and like that we already look up to and we know that our listeners will feel the same way. Totally. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Definitely go follow Zell on Instagram followers. She's really struggling with them. With followers, so just help boost her ego, okay? Okay, leave us um, a review. Leave us a review. Um, once you're done listening to this, please rate us, review us, and we will talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye, love you. Bye.